Oh!
Oh! 
be foolish if not to take great advantage of this opportunity right now to mention a few of these needs that are here today. Kit, Jensel, and family, Sister Carolyn Clark, Kathy Munson, Sister Dickie, Aliyah Crawford, Brother Spirit of Release, God. 
Lord, I pray that each and every one of us would be an opportunist in the house of you today, God. That we would grab hold of your garment, Lord. That we would grab hold of your spirit, Jesus. Lord, bless this house today. Bless our community. Bless our nation and bless our world. In your great name we pray. Amen.
And um, the 21st is the crew outing. Um, 23rd is the Ladies United Fellowship. And on the 29th, it's a pretty pretty busy day. We're going to have Pastor Appreciation Sunday. And the mission pledges are due. So make sure you remember the 29th is an important day. And also, in regards to Pastor Appreciation, there's a box in the foyer. And by the greeters table where you can put cards and love offering and, and things of that nature in there as well. And don't forget, Jams is on Wednesday as well. So. Now it's my turn. Um, we've been announcing and talking about the superhero night. So I wanted to share a few things. Each year we have done some type of community outreach. And this year we're going to change it up a little bit and kind of bring back something also. The candy rain that we used to have when we had this as the gym. We're going to do that again. But our main focus on doing the community outreach is to show them Jesus. And so we are going to give them a little piece of our children's ministry. We're going to do puppets, music, and then our candy rain. But we need y'all's help, <laughs> big time. We are going to need decorating. We have a, a, a flower in the foyer for you to sign up to help decorate. And we also need candy, lots of it. Um, and so if y'all can do that for us, we're going to be doing this on um, October the 28th from 6 to 7. I hope y'all can help us out. That's going to be really exciting. If you want to see some superheroes running around, uh, my Batman costume came in, and it's as disappointing as you would imagine. So make sure you're there. Uh, it's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. Um, and then also we're going to take our tithes and our offering. You may be seated. And then uh, our amazing pastor's wife and the best grandmother-in-law in the world will be singing a song ministering to you. But we're going to Pray that God continues to move in this service. Father, thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do. Bless what's given and bless the giver. And anoint the rest of this service. In Jesus' name, amen.
If you believe that Jesus Christ did get out of that grave, you certainly ought to believe that you can get out of whatever you've lived in and move into whatever he donated. And that was life and that more abundantly. So the Bible said the angel of the Lord visited Mary. And then Mary was with child. And Jesus was born. Not long after he was born, he began at a very young and tender age to reveal the powers of God in his voice, in his intelligence. And then, of course, we all know that uh, he, crucified, he was crucified for no genuine reason other than the people that thought they had dominion realized their greatest assets were elementary to the phenomenon of a virgin giving birth to a Christ. And then in that picture, he gives his life. So there is no doubt in our mind that he died so you and I could walk in godliness, holiness, righteousness, peace, and joy in the aftermath of his spirit. So they stuffed him in a grave, but every one of us know the whole world celebrates Easter. He's not there. Not one tad of his bones. Not one thing did he leave behind. The book said, in him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So when he ascended on high and led captivity captive, he didn't stop there. He gave gifts to men. The fact that it's all in one scripture doesn't mean that it was all finished and done in one split second. This whole show is a phenomenon. And so after the ascension and that phenomenal experience in Acts where that Mary, the mother of Jesus, his brothers, his disciples, were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. I did not put it in the rest of the book of action, but in this second chapter, you sense the fulfillment of his prophetic voice and his tolerance with the people that crucified him, that laid the stripes on his back, enforcing the realization that by his stripes we are healed. The healing virtue of God 
the salvation of God. The facts are all in place for you to advantage your neighbor's life, your personal life, your children's life, your parents' life. And I am believing that in the next few weeks, we are going to shake the powers of hell in Lamar County. And we are going to join the victories that are produced by the Holy Messiah that is about ready to come back and parade the rest of his glory. This parade here led to an opening of a door that whosoever will should not perish, but come to me and I will give him life and that more abundantly. That abundance there doesn't mean that you will have everything you want for your flesh. What that abundance means is you will be always living in victory because I will live in you. I defeated the pains of personal life. I defeated the graveyard and I defeated death itself and I rose again and I'm looking down now to you and I want to pour out my spirit on you. I want to give you mentality and fervor and fire that your homes will be pure and godly and holy. That your minds will be free from incarcerations and fears and doubts and wonders if I can make it. I'm here to preach to you today. The Messiah is in the house with us not only did he give them the Holy Ghost but he rose again and he said if I go away I will come again Look for me. Daily look up for your redemption is going to happen. You're going to have a body change. How many times have we all experienced the phenomenon of pain that we felt was unnecessary? And we'll just leave this up there because I want your faith to grow. I want the edges of it, the memories of your just seeing a shot, and then now the picture is complete. He said, I will be in you. Talking in tongues should never be a problem with people that curse. I've never seen anybody blessed by a good cussing. And a mother or a dad or a child cursing each other is one of the most painful events in the world. But I've never seen anybody suffer at Calvary talking in tongues as a painful event. The devil has sold so many lies to your friends and to family members. He has sold people on the idea that's just life. No, that's carnal life. That is derogatory life. That is elementary life. I want you to know that the college is at the altar. 
the postgraduate courses are already in place. You don't have to live in spiritual poverty. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. I can tell you the gold is going to disappear, and I can tell you that the economy is shaken. Let's look at the headline news here real quickly, and that is Israel defends defense for us says it's in formation to strike the Gaza city. The U.S. has been has seen increase in domestic threats since Hamas attacks in Israel. Strong earthquake hits western Afghanistan. Republican and uh, Jeff Landry wins the Louisiana governor's race and reclaims. Poland votes on in high stakes uh, in the election as populist ruling groups look to cling to help in Hamas Horrific killings, Israeli trauma over the Holocaust and resurfaces. Uh, that's just one shot of headline news. But I got headline news that comes from the holy city. I got headline news that comes from a resurrected Messiah. I've got headline news that comes from an empty grave. I've got headline news that the mother of Jesus got the Holy Ghost. I've got headline news that his brothers and disciples got the Holy Ghost. I've got headline news it still means something to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. I've got headline news. Greater is he that is for you than he that is against you. I wish we'd take about three minutes and pray a prayer of faith over our loved ones and over our city and over our county and over our government. Father, we come to you by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of the Lord, and by the faith, hallelujah of the resurrection. We are praying, God. I wish you'd just cry out. The Bible said cry aloud with a loud voice. Cry out. God, we need you now. America needs you. But right now, we want to start a fire in Lamar County. We want to start a fire in the Paris, Texas area. God, we want to start a fire in our home. We want it to blaze, burn up all of the wickedness burn out all of the sorrows. Oh God I'm praying as a pastor and a lover of these people that we are going to have a revival that is going to shake this setting. I'm telling you right now in the Holy Ghost God's already prophesied it all we gotta do is pray ourselves into it. There's no reason to live in spiritual poverty when the rest of the western when the, the beauty of God is available to to us now. Oh, hallelujah. I wish some of you men that are leaders in this church would stand to your feet and begin to proclaim the victory over this community. I'm telling you, the devil can't stop the church. I'm here to tell you that the angels of wickedness can't stop holiness. I'm here to tell you that the glory of God, I wish some of you mothers would just bend your face toward Calvary and say, God, I am confident you're going to help my family keep praying I'm just going to let you pray for a minute now hallelujah hallelujah that's it just let's, let's just keep holding on here for a minute there's plenty things that can be said 
but right now the prayer of faith is reaching out. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to read it to you first as you're seated. And then I would like for you to repeat it with me if you can join and uh, in, in unity with me on this. I'm saying this ready or not. Here we come. UPC of Paris is making a declaration today that we are coming to the people that we work with. We are coming to the neighborhood. Here we come. So ready or not, here we come. Would you say it with me? Ready or not, here we come. We're not waiting on time till they get here. We are going to them. That's what Jesus did to us. He came unto us. He came into a world of superficiality. He came to a world of wickedness. He came to a world of spiritual poverty. But he had the wealth of heaven behind him. And he said, if you'll call on me in the day of trouble, I will hear you. And I will come to you. And I will divide the glory of the heavens with you. And that's where we're going as the church. If we're not going there, we can't claim to be the body of Christ. Loving your neighbor is not an option if you want to be the part of the body of Christ. Loving the Lord with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength is not an option. That, is, that ought not to be anything that uh, we got to get worked up about. That is our epitaph. That is our insignia. That is our goal. It is our modus operandi. We are going to this world with the glory of the Lord. I will not give a ball player my hallelujah or my go. And then go to church and just sit like a bump on a pickle. I will not live through the day and not shout unto the neighbor. Hey, let me tell you what Jesus is doing in our world. Jesus is setting the captive free. Jesus is forgiving the worst people in our city. Jesus is resurrecting people that thought they could not live godly. I'm here to preach to us today that he's coming back. And I'm not going to play with it. We are going to have a people that have made themselves ready and they're looking unto him day and night God you can help brother Matt would you just stand and pray a prayer over every one of us We clap our hands to the prayer warrior. If you can join in conversation with somebody that's already saw the game, 
and already seen the, the score, and you come to them, wasn't that some great ball team? Wasn't that great some move that that guy did? Then we can certainly share it with uh, the people and say, I'm going to tell you what Jesus did for me. I want to tell you what Jesus is doing in our assembly. I'm telling you, there, there were people that were lost, and they were so far from God, but God pulled them in, cleansed them from all of their past. Now they're walking in the perfect law of liberty. They are enjoying the freedom, hallelujah, that comes from condemnation nation they are no longer walking after the flesh if we can take time to share victories with carnal people we sure ought to be able to take time to share victories with the people of the world about the power that God is loosened in our personal life and in our family life and in our church life and in across the country I'm telling you there's a revival going on I'm telling you I'm not going to miss it and you're not going to miss hearing about it I I am going to preach Jesus Christ the power of God unto salvation I don't want to have freedom one day and be incarcerated the next I want the perfect law of liberty that I can leap over a troop jump over a wall and be free in the Holy Ghost so for that reason Philippians the third chapter if you're making notes 14th verse Paul says this, with all of that in mind, I press toward the mark for the prize. I wish somebody say for the prize. What is the prize? The perfect law of liberty. No devil, no demon can get me down and think I don't have any help and I don't think I can make it another day. I'm telling you the demons of hell do not have the right to put the church on its knees. Hallelujah, except to get on our knees and sacrifice our flesh and say, God, through your power, I'm coming out of this. Through your power, I'm rising above this. Through your glory, I'm gonna tell my neighbor I was down the other day but thanks be unto God I humbled myself in the presence of the Holy Ghost and in the word of God and I am free now free to be drunk on the Holy Ghost free to be powerful there's no match from drinking cursing lying ball games and all the rest there is no match for Calvary there's no match for an empty grave our parade of our voice and our activities ought to reveal to a world it ought not to even have to be preached come out from among them and be a separate that ought to be the desire of any human that knows the power structure of a new social system that God revealed and man that has put it together. I didn't put those pictures together. They were already online. I just went and stole what they thought they had going. Just the fact that they could create this kind of phenomenon and then we know the reality of it. You really believe all that stuff? Well, thank all four of you. 
You really believe he came as a virgin, through a virgin womb? You really believe he died and rose again so you and I could have a spirit that can rise up against the powers of hell and have a joy and peace and righteousness every day. There ought to be a dance in our heart. There ought to be a dance in our mind. I'm free. There ought to be something about us that desires the Bible said, through desire, a man separateth himself. There are people that will do almost anything to become a local partner with something that has exclusive rights. But it shouldn't be that way with the children of God. That's my dad. That's my source. That's my power. It's the place where the river of life flows freely. It is the place where the fruit of the Spirit grows liberally. I wish somebody would just stand up and quote the nine fruit of the Spirit. Because if that's not in you, something's missing with the Holy Ghost working. It's in the book of Galatians. Stand up and say it loud. Awesome. Every person, particularly every board member of this church, ought to be able to quote those things. If you're going to claim to be a part of the leadership, you ought to be able to quote the fruit of the Spirit. And it ought to be alive in you. Come on, people. I mean, this thing's about over. This is not a game. Those are games you're going to watch on TV next month. That's just a game. This is real life. It's a forever life. You're too late to say, I'm not going to live forever. You're going to live forever, but you're going to make a choice. And this choice is a choice that one walked through, and he did it for you and I so we could have a spirit of it that would rise in power and grow in grace. Oh, hallelujah. You say, Pastor, I don't like preaching like that. Your flesh don't like it. Your carnal attitude don't like it. But I'm telling you, your spirit is craving a release. Your spirit, the real living side of you, is craving victory. And that's why so many people are complaining. I don't know why I got to go through this. And I don't know why I got to go through that. I'm telling you, get the power and you don't worry about it. You're a great child of God. And it's high time you take your position and use your authority and say, get behind Behind me, Satan. Oh, I wish some of you men would stand to your feet and give God a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. We're going to shake the gates of hell. I wish you'd say it. We are going to shake the gates of hell. We're not going to live behind the gates. 
parade began years ago, he had a choice. The parade started, and it's not over. There are still a few days left. But if you believe any of that picture, it is no difference than the other pictures because it was the same God through all, in you all, that does it all. The kingdom of God, joy, righteousness, and peace in the Holy Ghost is on its way to greater heights. God woke me up the other morning and gave me all of the stuff I'm talking to you about. He's not, he's not mute. His button can be placed anytime by faith. You tune in in prayer, and I can tell you he will share his wealth, his victory, his wisdom, his love for you and for those you are going to be walking with. If God be for us, I wish somebody would say the rest of that. I mean, like you got authority. Who then can be against us? One little fraction, one little splinter, and then I watch those football players and wrestlers and boxers that make millions by entertaining people sitting there wishing they were the victor or being able to go testify. I would be ashamed to go testify of any ball player being a great ball player if I couldn't testify of Jesus being a great Savior. I would be embarrassed if I told people I was a Christian and the world could have greater joy at a ball game than I do going to the house of God and renewing my experience. Yeah, they're taping it. So I'm, I'm obligated. But I am not going to try to preach to people and try to act like everything's okay when Jesus came and he said, I stand at the door and knock but you got to open the door. But I have wealth for you. I have great victory for you. I have great opportunity for you. I've got great love for you. That love that will absolutely keep your home together. That love that will give you joy and peace and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Why would anybody not want to get the Holy Ghost? And then he says we're saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. He knows that if we're not real careful... 
that we will just get slack concerning the promises. He is not slack concerning the promises, but we get a little slack and we get to go in days without really praying through in the Holy Ghost. We go days and wonder why people are not coming and we haven't travailed. He said when Zion travails, sons and daughters are going to be born. I'm telling you the church was built on a prayer chamber before service and stayed after service to make sure there was a holy holocaust of glory and victory. Nowadays everybody's in such a rush to get there and get out. I'm here to preach to us today this is the high time that we wait upon the Lord and we renew our strength. We renew our joy. We renew our power. We renew our absolute commitment. We are going to take that revival that Joel prophesied about and we're going to live in it. I wish some of you men would stand up and clap your hands to him. You're not clapping to the preacher. You're clapping to the word of God. You're clapping to the Holy Ghost and fire. You're clapping to the power of the resurrection. There is a revival. The parade started years ago. That was the beginning. And the same one that began it. He said, I am the beginning and I am the ending. I didn't just open the door to this. I'm going to close the door. Be ready. For in a time you think not, the Son of Man's coming. How sensitive are we to be about this? Does anybody remember? How sensitive? If your hand offends you, if your foot offends you, wow. You think he might have been telling the truth? No doubt about it. He is the truth. And that parade of happenings, you would never have guessed it could happen. But we're living in history right now. But the same one that made all that history He's got a promise out here somewhere. If you will call on me in the day of trouble, I will hear you. And I will come to you. And I will meet with you. And I will share with you. And I will deliver you. I want us to pray for this family right now while I got my hands on her. We are going to pray a spirit of miracle power in the Dickey family. I'm telling you, they're not down and out, but they deserve a church that absolutely brings a power source and a faith in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the power of the resurrection and the hope of his coming. I pray that absolute victory into your home, for your children, for your family, in the name of Jesus, I pray healing. I pray the victory of the lamb slain. I pray victory after the one who raptured. I pray victory by the one who gave us the Holy Ghost. I pray victory because he cannot lie. I pray victory because the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous runneth into it and they're safe. Oh, hallelujah. There is a divine anointing in this house right now. Philippians said, Paul writing, I press... I wish somebody would say, I'm going to press toward the mark 
for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ. I'm telling you, Paul went through some of the same hell you and I are going through. Don't you ever think for a minute we're all in this by ourselves. He said, but one thing I understand, it, you're not going to get it just sitting around. He said, I press toward the mark. I'm not going to sit around and just wish it happened. I'm not going to just sit around and wish somebody would make it happen. I want to know. I, want, I already know. He's already put it in place. And I am not willing to just sit in my little recliner or sit in my my car and wish it would happen no no no. I press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ I'm talking about the spirit that led Christ through all of those transcending things I'm telling you if God's spirit was in Christ and he produced all of that I'm here to tell you you talk about leap over tree jump over a wall I'm not coming any closer what I'm trying to tell you is he is the same get up in the morning and you look yourself in that mirror and you said shave or not I am in Christ Jesus a new creation when you look in that mirror in the morning you said all things are made new according to the will and word of God all things become powerful in the power of the plan walk in the spirit live in the Holy Ghost it's not about joining a church it's about joining Jesus Hebrews, third chapter. Wherefore, never forget Brother Holly years ago. He said, when you see a scripture, it says, wherefore, look there and see what it's there for. Brethren, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. And then he takes us to a new dimension. Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession. Jesus Christ, I'm not out of the will of God preaching it's time to get close to Jesus. If Paul understood and vacated all of the phenomenal stuff he had going and led us to that, watch his name, watch his word to the church at Ephesus. Ephesians, the fourth chapter Verse 4, there is one body. You don't own the church. He owns the church. You don't own everything by yourself. When you suffer, I want you to stand up right there in the blue shirt. Married to that little Tammy girl. I want you to do a 360 and look around at your brothers, your sisters. One body. Somebody say one body. If you suffer, we suffer. Either that or we are not walking in covenant. When you suffer, you glad for this miracle let me tell you what I saw a church come together when this little baby looked like it, its little heart wasn't going to make it 
Mama, get your husband and stand up. Let's get out here in the aisle. A little more freedom. Don't you look around at the body of believers that when you're suffering, you've got a bunch of prayer warriors. And those of you that didn't have to go through this particular event, if you will confess what's going on in your life to Jesus, there will be a member of the body somewhere that will. You're about to get in the fire, man. You're about to give up your hope. But thanks be unto God, there's a brother or sister that comes around, puts their arm around you and said, man, I'm just thinking about you. And I just want you to know you, I'm brothering up with you. You're not in this by yourself. You're not walking alone. You're in my world. I am a member of the body. And the body suffers with the rest of it. Brother, you just got married. You're going to need us. You're welcome. I want you to stretch forth your hand and give them a miracle prayer. God, take their life and make it a masterpiece. In the name of Jesus. You are going to find thoughts and power, but you are going to find battles. And I'm praying with you today and having church with you because hell hates you. Oh, clap your hands to the Lord. He's got this whole thing under control. I'm here to tell you, I said God's got this whole thing under control. If we will concede our will to his will, there will be no doubt about it. You talk about dancing around here. The sinners are going to come in here and they're going to see people dancing and shouting and they're going to say, these men are drunk with wine. But no, they're not drunk with wine as you might suppose. Seeing it is just a church service. But this is that that was prophesied by the prophet Joel in the last days I'm going to pour out my spirit y'all better come bring some music I got four more pages and I'm not preaching all of them today I'm just trying to preach to you what God literally wrung out in my soul I wish you'd just find one name in your mind and commit to pray this week for that name. That's right. Just all over this building. Now, if you don't have the Holy Ghost and you've not been baptized in the name of Jesus, you don't want to miss getting in the wheel. He's wealthy. I said, you don't want to miss getting in on the wheel because you got to be namesake to get in on the wheel. If you're going to get in and cash in on the benefits of the wheel, you got to get in the namesake because there is salvation in none other. There is none other name under heaven. I don't care if his name is Putin. What is your president's name? 
Huh? Biden? What is your local senator's name? I don't care how far over there and how threatening Putin is and how powerful Biden is. He needs your prayer. And we need prayer looses God on situations. So you want to pray for Putin. You want to pray for the rest of the scheme. You want to pray for the brothers and the sisters. But you want to pray for the sinners. And the reason is God works with prayer. And he will either cleanse them or create another future for them. But every man's going to have a chance. And the body of Christ prays that chance into place. That's why he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Doesn't mean that they deserve. It just means they deserve to know because angels will go where your prayer directs them. This is a big deal. This is not like a little church deal. No, no, no. This is the body of Christ. I read it to you because I want you to know you're not alone. I promise you there's somebody here praying for you. And I do want to interrupt myself a minute. Sister Tracy, would you stand up? How much does your little boy weigh? How much? 140 pounds. I went and watched him play football the other night. I'm telling you, those big 230-pound guys had a struggle with a little guy with a ball in his hand. When I tell you it was a struggle, the guy absolutely is a phenomenon. And I sat there mesmerized and tried to remember a day when I could do that. Just never could get a picture of it up. But what I do got a picture of is a Christ that rose out of the grave. And he said, if you'll follow me, I will make you over again. This altar's open. If you don't have the Holy Ghost and you hadn't been baptized in Jesus' name, I would not wait another day. I read to you what's happening in our world because this world is filled with sin. But this church is filled with Jesus and you can stand to your feet and pray right now for our city one more time as this altar is open if you need a renewing of the Holy Ghost this is a place to get it if you want to repair the breach this is a place to get it if you want to pray for our city this is the place and time to do it when Zion travails Sons and daughters if will let be born. I lay it all down again. That's it. hear you say that oh, Would you shed a few tears for your neighbors? You are my Would you shed a few tears for those people that are suffering today. No one else will do. Cause nothing else can take your place. Oh, oh, to feel the warmth of your grace. 
Hey!